You are listening to Clarissa Explains It All from Adagio Fit, where we focus on topics of nutrition, exercise, and mental health to help gracefully train your body and mind so you can reach optimal health and happiness and live a life you love. This is podcast number 26, Abundance Mindset. Hey guys, I'm really excited to share this information with you today. This comes from a class that I teach in my eight-week coaching course. And I really wanted you guys to experience what kind of topics and what kind of teaching I am using as I focus on you as my client and I help you better your life. So this is class number five in my eight-week mind and body training online training course where we meet every week and you have a class every week and this is one of those classes. So let's get into this. This class is on creating abundance. You may hear me refer to something that you can't see, and that's because we do a slideshow in this class or past classes, and so this will kind of give you an overall view of what the class is like, and you will be able to follow along in most things. So enjoy. As we continue to teach in this course, Our mindset or how we think of things radically affects our lives. It is the only thing we are in charge of and the only way to create happiness. I hope that you have seen this as you have worked through rewriting our thoughts in this class. And there is so much research showing how our mindset can change the way we think about ourselves and the world around us. It affects how we learn, how we handle stress, affects our health and our ultimate success. Here's an example showing that an abundance mindset is even more important than IQ in a classroom setting. The study was done at Stanford, and the teacher placed the students in order of IQ in the classroom, and that she monitored them throughout the year of how they were doing. The crazy thing is that they found findings that those with abundance mindset did better no matter what their IQ was and those who didn't do better it was because they had a fixed mindset and it had nothing to do with how smart they were. So why is that? Because those with a fixed mindset didn't believe they could grow and expand. They believed that their talents were given and couldn't be grown, developed, or changed. And this was how it was with some of the smartest kids in class. Because they were so quote-unquote smart, it led to a fixed mindset of, I don't need to put in the effort or the work because I already know this or I'm already so smart. Versus somebody who may not have been smart, they then knew they needed to learn or they had the uh, mindset of, I can learn this, I am capable of this. And they were able to expand themselves and do really well in class. In 1989, Stephen Covey wrote a book called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And this is a huge book even today. And even it's been, it's been 30 years since that was written, almost 30 years. He is the first one who coined the term abundance mentality or abundance mindset. And he said, abundance mindset is a concept in which a person believes there are enough resources and successes to share with others. He contrasts it with the scarcity mindset, which is founded on the idea that if someone else wins or is successful in a situation, that means you lose. Like not considering the possibility of all parties winning in some way or another in a situation. We see this a lot in the financial world. This is a really good 
explanation, an example that you can really wrap your mind around. It's like there's a pie chart and the pie, the pie graph, this is a scarcity mindset. The pie graph is there's only a certain amount of money in the world. And when somebody gets a piece of the pie, like they're doing well financially and they're able to buy a big home and they're very abundant in wealth, that when they get a piece of the pie, that there is less for you. And that's the scarcity mindset versus saying like money is an ever growing thing and that if they have enough, then I can have enough. Like there's not, there's not any set amount. So how does having an abundance mindset help you? Well, since the seven habits book was written, creating an abundance mindset has become widely recognized as a beneficial endeavor in personal and spiritual development. The overall belief is that creating an abundance mindset allows you to live an unlimited, full, and satisfying life. It brings happiness despite circumstance. On a side note with this one, I can't help but think of God and his ability to stay joyful. You know, he's perfect, right? Even when some of his children are down here on earth doing really bad things, he is able to keep perspective and he's able to continue creating and growing and he may be saddened that his children are doing things, but he still continues to have this abundance mindset. And he has learned this one really well, apparently, you know, be him being perfect. And I hope that I can get that good, but getting that good requires practice. So be bringing happiness despite our circumstances. And we've talked about that in past classes. The next one is, the next benefit is to give and receive affection and items of high value with ease. Like we are able to just joyfully accept what we have been given and we recognize what we have been given. Feel plentiful, creative, and inspired. When you are being creative, you are coming from a sense of abundance. Take full advantage of and enjoy new opportunities that come your way. Create memorable and meaningful life experiences. Feel success feel secure, excuse me, and confident in your life endeavors and create successful outcomes. Look at all of those amazing benefits from having an abundance mindset. In your worksheets this week, we will have some ways to work on your abundance mindset. And we're going to talk about those next. But there's this table by Katia Veresen that helps give us a visual on what we are experiencing. And the one side is scarcity, point of view, physical energy, emotional energy, and mental energy. And on the other side is the abundance side of that, the point of view. So if you have a scarcity point of view, you're a victim, you're, you are a bully, or you simply have checked out. If you have an abundance point of view, you are in the driver's seat. If you have a scarcity um, mindset, your physical energy will be tense, you'll be contracted, your shoulders will hurt. You'll clench your jaw. You'll be short of breath. Your heart rate will increase. If you have an abundance, you're relaxed and alert. You feel the posture is expansive. Your arms are open. You're rooted and balanced. I love this table. I love um, what you can see there. Um, scarcity emotional energy is draining energy in the room and in your interactions. You can feel impatient, anxious, angry, overwhelmed, and that feeling of powerless, right? That's a really good scarcity mindset um, cue that you have that mindset. Then the abundance mindset 
em of emotional energy is feeling empowered, feeling positive, feeling like you're working on something bigger than yourself. You energize and inspire others versus drain others. Then there's that mental energy side. The scarcity mindset is confused, disorganized, narrow in thinking, only focusing on what is not working or you think things to the effect of, I have no choice. This is how it is for me, right? That's being a victim of your circumstance. And we talk about that in class. But then there's that feeling of clarity, the ability to perceive multiple perspectives, listen actively, you're flexible, you, you have the thought, I always have a choice. Um, if I were to notice something new, what would it be? You know, you're creative and non-judgmental, and that's an abundant mental energy. So I love that table. So let's talk about ways to work on your mindset. Number one, becoming aware of your thoughts. We are working on this in our overall mental health through this course, and you know by now that I really believe that how we think is how we shape the world. As we become aware of it, we can help decipher when our thoughts are creating a mindset of scarcity or abundance. By taking time to notice what type of thoughts are circulating in our heads, we can begin to make a conscious effort to shift our thoughts towards abundance. This is one of the reasons why I try to do thought work every single morning so that I can check myself, really become aware. Am I in scarcity? Am I in mindset today? All right, let's or abundance today. Let's pull myself over to abundance. And I become present with myself and really grounded with myself. And this takes me out of that victim mentality and into the side of that table that says, I am in the driver's seat. And in your homework, we give ways to work on your thought work with this abundance mindset this week. Um, an example of this is this past year, my best friend and I entered into the fitness realm at the same time. Well, it wasn't this year, it was last year. And uh, the year goes by fast. And the day we got our certificates, we had certified for bar at exactly the same time. And the day we got our certificates, I had this light bulb realization that suddenly we would be competing for the same job and or the same positions. And it really upset me because I didn't want that with my best friend. And there's not a lot of studios in the little town that we live in. And I was thinking, having these thoughts of scarcity, right? I was feeling panicked. I was feeling tight. I felt distance in our relationship. And I thought that if she got that position, I wouldn't have anything, right? That pie chart. If she got a piece of that pie, I would not be able to also have a piece of that pie. And that if she got a position, that would mean that I was a failure or I was a bad teacher. And these feelings were fear and my walls went up. And like I said, that distance happened between us. I had to work on rewriting my thoughts. I had to really become aware of that. I didn't let those thoughts control me. And the circumstance of her and me getting certified at the same time, like that wasn't a bad thing. It was a great thing. It was so much fun to be in that course with her. And there wasn't a pie chart and that there was room for both of us at the same studio and in many other places around the area. I was then able to, as I worked on my thoughts, I was able to grow a happiness for her, realizing that there was no need for competition. And guess what? There was not competition between us. We both teach classes. And after a year, what's really interesting is our paths have kind of 
continued in the fitness realm, but they've kind of gone in different directions. And in the style that we teach and what we prefer in our clients. So I would have harbored these like scarcity thoughts and it would have created a bad relationship between me and her and probably would have damaged our relationship. But instead, we still have a great relationship and I'm so grateful that I became aware of my thoughts. Another way to create abundance is to practice gratitude. Practicing gratitude is one of the most powerful and widely recognized tools for creating abundance and happiness. There are numerous studies on the power of gratitude on your outlook and mental health. Oprah has said, if you look at what you have in life, you will always have more. If you look at what you don't have in life, you will never have enough. Tony Robbins also said, when you are grateful, fear disappears and abundance appears. And I love I love Oprah and I love Tony Robbins. I think that they're really amazing people who have created uh, an abundance mindset and have shown that it is truly possible. The third one is recognizing unlimited possibilities. The enemy of abundance is constricted awareness. A Harvard study found that when people focus intently on one particular thing, other possibilities right in front of them go completely unnoticed. It is, and you can see this like in your child, right? It is vital to loosen a focus and create an expanded awareness that fosters the abundance mentality. I think I notice this most when I'm working on my schedules and expectations between like me and my husband. This is my personal area where I tend to lose the abundance mindset of there are other possibilities of getting everything done or making our schedules work. One of the best tools that I have learned to help me snap out of the scarcity mindset when it comes to um, my focus and possibility is asking the question, and I've talked about this before, what if I am wrong? And it truly helps open me back up. So you will work on that this week in our worksheets. Number four is to develop a mastery experience. The best way to create deep knowledge that you can create whatever you want in your life and live abundantly according to that is to consciously create mastery experiences. There are experiences of success that create mastery in one area. And I talked about this in my last podcast that if you work on something and get 1% better every single day, then by the end of the year, you'll be 365% better and you will have created mastery in that area, right? So we looked at our eight week goals and we broke those down into smaller actions. And as we take those smaller actions, we don't need to look at the bigger goal because as we've move towards those smaller actions, those 1% every single day, right? And you, we did that in our worksheets. Then by the end of eight weeks, you will have achieved those goals. So we're going to relook at um, our eight-week goals and break down what is left and recommit to those. And again, those are in your worksheets. Number five is to watch what you say. The language you use as well as what you tell yourself and others shape your reality. Are you telling stories of scarcity or stories of abundance? Peter Crone taught that our natures are endless. In other words, they're abundant, right? They have no bounds. And the words we use give our world an outlook structure. Just like we are water and our words are vases, our water will fill whatever shape our words create. So what style of vase are you using? 
Watch yourself and notice what you're saying in conversations this week. When you're talking to somebody, if you say something like, I can't have, I can't be, or I can't do, really look at that and see if you're coming from a place of abundance and be precise in what you say. Number six is to concentrate on growth. Carol Dweck, who wrote the book called Mindset, and that's a really popular book, said, in a growth mindset, people believe that their most basic abilities can be developed through dedication and hard work. Brains and talent are just the starting point. This creates a love of learning and a resilience that is essential for great accomplishment. Accomplishment. A growth mindset is directly related to an abundance mindset. This is just like the example of the classroom we talked about, you know, at the beginning of this class is that it doesn't matter how smart you are. What matters is if you believe that you can grow and change. Number seven is think like a beginner. An abundance mentality craves learning and growth requiring an underlying knowledge that you don't know everything, even topics that you have made that you have mastered. Again, this goes back to the question of what if I have been wrong all along? The beginner's mindset is about having the ability to maintain an attitude of openness and enthusiasm towards your journey and along with the willingness to override existing preconceptions. You know, just as a beginner would like just really be open to the process and no matter how learned or experienced you may be in that area. Number eight, focus on what is going right. Humans have a tendency to notice what is bad than what is good. And it's not your fault. It's our brains are actually wired for this because of evolution. Our ancestors were quick to see threats, right? They needed to because they'd walk out of their dugout and there'd be a bear ready to chase them. So they needed these to be able to perceive threats in order to survive, right? The survival of the fittest. And so they passed that along in their DNA to those then who didn't necessarily need that. Optimists rely on an abundance mindset and lead better, longer lives. And thankfully, most of us are not in a place where we have constant threats. So we don't necessarily need to follow through with this scarcity mindset, right? We we can train our minds to see optimism and have a positive outlook. So this is like my daughter's spelling test when they come home or in graded work when they come home from school this year. I decided that I wanted to congratulate them on every problem that they got right and not ask unless needed or comment on the ones that they got wrong. Because usually my kids get, you know, more than 50% right. In fact, sometimes they get like 80 or 90% right on the tests and quizzes that they take. But why focus on the one or two or three that they got wrong? You know, I don't need to. Look at everything that they got right. So if they are grasping the concept, I can see, oh, look, you're the majority right. Apparently, I don't need to worry about what they got wrong. So look at the good that's going on. And that has truly helped my daughters and I, as we have gone through the school year this year. Number nine, and this is our final one for this class today, is using abundance affirmations. Affirmations have been shown to improve our problem-solving skills and decrease signs of stress. I have totally seen this as I have done affirmations every single morning. I have an app that I use for affirmations and it just walks me through them and I have them all on my phone and then it pings me like every hour 
um, of an affirmation. And I repeat that and go on with my day. It really has helped me shift my mentality from scarcity to abundance. And in your worksheet, it talks about ways to um, make affirmations by writing down fears on one side of the paper. And on the other side of the paper, we're going to write down what the opposite of what our fears are and write down what we deeply desire. And then we're going to use that side as our personal list of daily affirmations, which is really a neat um, exercise to go through. While it may not be completely natural at first, anyone can begin to create an abundance mindset and live a meaningful life by taking on consistent action. This is something we have to practice every single day. You can make the decision to start living a life of healthy abundance today as you begin to expand your awareness and notice that scarcity mentality that might arise through practice. So in your worksheets this week, you can choose to do any of these nine helps this week. And I'd love you to get uncomfortable, like what we talked about last week, and try something new each day, or one of these you haven't done before, of these nine that we talked about. There are instructions for all of them in our worksheets, and keep track of points of experience that you can share as we group coach next week in class. Remember, change doesn't happen overnight. One day it might work and 37 other days it won't. And we might feel like crap because of it, but you get up again and again and again. And this is life. This is how it goes. Remember, you are in control, especially and only of your thoughts and feelings. All right, guys, if you've really enjoyed this today, I would love to know your thoughts on it. And if this is something that has sparked you, please share it with some friends, share this podcast with other people. And if this is something that you want to work on, I would love to be your coach, whether individually or as a group through our online coaching courses. And again, you can check those out at www.adagiofit.com. And there are links to look at old older podcasts and links for our programs all right guys thank you so much for joining me today and i will talk to you next week